0: welcome back to the grinder folks we are about to jump in it jump out of it and jump Jump back into it it, and then jump on it i like to jump on it get get down on it yeah good morning james good morning sir how uh how's your week been there bud
1: um i had a stomach virus almost fucking kill me this week so uh i only had one full day in the office so uh yeah just try, trying to make it happen
0: man yeah um, uh stomach bugs can really knock you out can't they
1: dude i haven't i haven't i tried to think back it's the first time i've missed work for being sick in years i mean like you, Years, which I still did some work from home, but man, I mean, it was uh, maybe realize like I don't get sick very often, which is a great thing, but also don't handle it very well because I'm never sick, so it's just like it's frustrating. Like I needed to hurry up and be over with. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, man, feeling good. It's Friday. We're doing a big company gathering. We're gonna decorate the office for Christmas. We're bringing lunch in. We're gonna drink hot hot cocoa do the whole nine yards play some christmas music it's a great time
0: i like it i like it sounds like uh like you guys really got it going on over there so
1: yeah man we just got it going on you know us so uh i had a thought this morning wanted to ask you do you have a story where you royally royally screwed up in the business since you've been in business
0: yeah i definitely yeah when
1: you're comfortable with sharing i want to hear the story
0: yeah uh really good learning experience actually um there's been times where i've really really screwed up um and then i've also had a moment where one of my team members really screwed up um but i'll i'll give you the the one simple fact um, uh, so it was a few it was either a year ago, two years ago, and going through the motions right get get a property on a contract and going back and forth with um, the buyers right and they send over a right to request or not a right to request repairs, but they send over an amendment to address concerns, which if you're not familiar with it, what that is, is the buyer has come, they've done their inspection, and they've come back to uh, the seller to say, hey, look, we'd like to have these things repaired. During this time, they sent over a full list, and I mean, it was a hell of a list. And at the time, the market was a little bit different, so you could ask for pretty much anything you wanted to ask for and, and you know, shot in the dark kind of thing, Um at that point in time, I'm reading over this thing and marking out things that you know obviously after we talked to the seller marking these, this stuff off right this is not going to work, not going to work, not going to work um, there was some language in there that I looked over and didn't correct because I I was basing it off of my past experiences where, Oh, this, you know, just because they put that in there, that, that doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's never meant anything in the past or um, the way that it was worded was just a little bit off. Right. Or it was very specific or it wasn't specific enough. And I think it was on the end of not being specific enough. Um, Going through the transaction we get, you know, past that part. The seller's happy with it. I'm happy with it. We've both gone over it. Um, change what we needed to change. Fast forward two weeks, roughly a week away, two weeks away from closing. And they're asking for the repairs, a proof of repairs. We had the work done. Just not as, um, I don't remember exactly what happened. It was either done specifically the way that the seller wanted it done and marked off the list, right? Uh, because it was complete or it was, we had the wrong contractor come out or the wrong, uh, wrong company. They had, maybe they specified a certain company to come out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they had paid for the work to be done. And it was, it was something like a cross space. There was water in cross space. so they wanted it dried out, corrected, all that kind of stuff. Work was complete. Um, at the time, we go back to them, we send them all the reports. They waited like three days. And then came back to us, I guess, after the, the buyer looked at it and said, this is not what we wanted. You guys agreed that you were going to take care of it this way. The work had been done, paid for. It was like $1,800, $1,900, two grand, something like that. And I was like, no, the work's been complete. And they were holding us to the legality form of it, where it was, it was either very specific or it wasn't in, you know, specific enough. Long story short, there was a problem, massive problem. $2,000 had been paid on work that they wanted it done again by a certain person. And you're legally bound by this piece here because it's worded. And long story short, it took us looking at it not as a problem, but how do we solve this problem? What are the solutions to this? versus being problem oriented and saying, this is a problem, you know, we don't really know what to do. Right. Uh, it took us a minute to realize that's, we were just brainstorming. What solutions can we come up with? You know, the team here, um, talking with the seller, what solutions. And I was prepared. I was like, look at the bare minimum, I'm making this amount of money off this deal. If I got to cut that by 2k, I'm cutting it by 2k. Um, It ended up imploding the deal because they were not happy with me paying for it. They weren't happy, they wanted the seller to go they, they were just being very difficult right uh, imploded the deal, blew up, shattered, gone um, ended up getting under contract the next day going through that pro- going through that process. but the reason I bring this specific uh, moment up is. I had that uh, document, the, the amendment to address concerns, hanging on my walls, highlighted where it was messed up, like where we, where we screwed up, where I screwed up, Yeah. Um, and I highlighted the, the point where, I, where you know, I didn't read correctly, and I didn't read it all the way, or maybe um, complacency, and I kept that on my wall for the entire year, always looked at it saying, I would never make that mistake again. And I will look and I will go into every single detail when it becomes an amendment to address concerns or whatever contract comes across my desk. We will break that joker down all the way. And it will be exactly how I would like it to be read as well as my seller to be read. So we ended up taking care of everything, make sure, holding everything together. But it was, uh, it was a stressful moment, bro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, that complacency aspect of things can kick in. Yeah. It did. And it um it won't ever happen again, or at least I won't, I'll be more aware of, of the complacency.
1: Man, I got so many where I've screwed up. Like one of my favorites <laughs> that I'll look back on and laugh at now. I was brand new. I mean, I probably couldn't have been in the business six months. lady calls, has multiple rental properties, needs to take care of them. She's on a deadline. So I go to my best carrier for it, price them all out. This is back in the day when people still came in the office for everything. There was no e-signature stuff, none of that, right? So um, it's like the deadline, she's got to come in. Well, apparently she had gotten so sick, she went to the hospital like the night before. But this had to be done. These policies, the, the coverage for her accounts were going to lapse. I came back with smoking deals for her. She comes to my office. She is so sick. She's literally like tears are running down her cheeks while she's sitting at my desk. That's how sick she is. And I'm slow as shit because I'm like still brand new in the business, man. And I'm in an office, um, a satellite office. And it's me and the other person that's in the office is brand new. We started at the same time. So we're both brand new. Uh, I literally keep that lay there for like an hour and a half trying to finish this stuff, get it all printed, get it signed, get her out the door, finish it. She's literally like limping out the door. A week later, I get a memo from underwriting going, Hey, you wrote these rental properties. Where's the supporting primary home? I didn't know. Cause I was so new. You couldn't write those those type of policies, those products without the client supporting business, their primary business, so like their home, their primary home. So she did all that, dude. It all came back and canceled, and I had to call this lady and tell her that. Oh my God, she was like so pissed off and stuff. I mean, that is like a, that is a PG version of some of the things I've screwed up. I, I had one where uh, when I was still near, I was down there, and my boss came down, and I was writing a policy, and he was helping me get through it. And I had a Mountain Dew sitting on the, on the desk. And of course I'm getting, I hit the Mountain Dew, knock it back, spill it all over his pants. Clients sitting there and stuff like stupid shit, like, like, dude, I've made so many mistakes, but you know, I, the reason I bring that up is because we learn from it. We get past the small things, like something that makes one of my people nervous. Now that's a small thing. Like, Oh, I, I calculated that number incorrectly or, it's not broke. You just devise something or you got to fix. Like they get all nervous. I'm like, man, like that's just going to callous you a little bit. You're going to be a lot better, a lot quicker. You're going to apologize. You're going to move on. It's going to make you actually better, you know? So, um, it's funny how you look at mistakes now and you look back at them, and you kind of laugh, right? Yeah. Um, because it, maybe they were just such a stupid mistake. Like, how are you that dumb in the moment? Right. So, yeah. But to teach you, you know, remember that. Like have some fun, man. You mess up, fix your shit, own it,
0: move on with your life. It's 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 one of those things that they're gonna happen. You've got to be prepared for them. And when they do happen, not to get too too overwhelmed and in in the process, right? understand that you're going to have yeah. the you're going to have the ups and downs. You're going to have the the back and forth. You're going to have the spilt drinks. Um, but it's important not to cry over spilt mountain dew. Yeah.
1: I remember uh, also when I was pretty early in my career the the housing market was booming. Yeah. And you know, it was before they got a lot like you know, there was, it was like 2000 I don't know, it was probably 2004, 2005, I was working with all kinds of mortgage companies. I used to literally go like every Tuesday and I would go to Dunkin' Donuts and buy stacks of donuts, like a dozen. And then I would go around all the mortgage company as like a 19-year-old kid, 20-year-old kid. And I would just walk in and hand out donuts and basically stand there like a sad puppy dog until somebody would talk to me. Or basically like, hey, are you lost? The bathroom's over there, that kind of thing. And then I would just start chatting and then eventually they would start giving me leads. Well, I got really, really good at that, like really good at it. But man, they would, that market was so crazy back in the day. And just, I guess the regulations and stuff. Man, I used to write home policies. Like I'd get a call from one of my worst people. Hey, we got a closing in 45 minutes and we don't have home insurance. Let's go, I'll get it done. I'll fax you a deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was that tight. Like I would literally be calling the the person by the house, hey, look, I'm your new i am I'm gonna take care of this. We'll do, we'll get all your paperwork signed after the closing. Right now, I just need to get a policy release before you see them close. Like it was like that. But anyways, I had a lady call me. I sent um, I sent a deck page. And of course, sometimes it would need to be amendment amendments. And um we were just so busy. I remember the office manager comments like, hey, I got. I can't remember what his name. I got Debbie on the phone from such and such mortgage company. And when she caught, I was like, oh my God. I didn't realize we were so busy. She had already transferred the call. So the ladies on the phone, I go, oh my God. Like basically, what does she want? And lady goes, oh my gosh, you are so rude. How dare you? You know? <laughs> no way. Luckily, I was sharp enough, already had the deck page up. And I saw my error and I was like, oh, that wasn't directed at you. That's me. That's directed at myself. That's my error. I see it right here. I'm about to fix and get it back over to you. She's like, oh, I was about to say.
0: (laughs) goodness gracious.
1: Stupid, stupid mistakes, like just dumb ways of doing things that literally taught me a lesson, you know, uh, humbled me a little bit. My process every single time. I'm not saying not to get frustrated at them, but be willing to go back and laugh at yourself a little bit, make amends and uh, learn from that shit.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, it's important. It's important to be able to take account for what you've done, right? The things that did happen, but also be able to, you know, laugh at yourself a little bit because it it's, it's the only thing that, that really gives you a full idea of what life is. Yeah right? You know, life, business, um, relationships, it's all those things that, that you've done, you've learned from, like you said, got calloused over, scarred, Mm. um, and you learn. And as long as you're learning in that process, and you're willing to make those mistakes and, and pick up the ball again, you know, you you doing something new, you're going to make mistakes, right? You're going to mess up. And that's part of it. That's part of learning, but it also keeps the brain sharp. Yeah. It keeps the brain sharp. Because yeah. I mean, you're
1: problem solving, man. Problem solvers right. win. I mean, it's like this deal you and I are working on right now, right? Like I've basically been telling you for three months, hey, I got this new thing ready to go. I got this new thing ready to go. And then I felt like I had it all prepped and I come to you and you're like, oh, well, this is an issue. This is an issue. This is an issue. I'm like, fuck, man. I I don't even want to do this anymore. It's such a pain. And I quit feeling bad for myself after about five minutes, reworked it. I'm like, well, this isn't as good as what I thought it's going to be. I'm going to have to do it this way. There's not as many guarantees, you know, and I'm bouncing around. I keep coming back to you, showing you this and you know, like, but, Then what it hit me and realized, I was like, man, this thing's a lot more difficult than I thought. I thought this thing was just about to be a machine. I was just going to flip a switch and it was just going to start printing money for me. Yeah. not the case anymore? I'm going to have to work really hard to make this thing print some money. But I take satisfaction in that thought that most other agents would have quit by now. They'd have just moved on with their day, went back to what they were doing. No, I got a good idea. It's it's difficult as shit though. I'm going to have to still... It's going to have some rough edges, you know, and I'm not trying to make everything perfect. I don't have a, a new company built out for it. None of that, man. I'm bootstrapping this thing. I'm going to test it out. As I find problems, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to finesse it. I'm going to perfect it. And then I'm going to dump some, some real money into it once it's actually making money. Yeah. But like you can't sit around and sweat that stuff.
0: That's right. You, know? you, you gotta, it's gotta be uh what is it? Is it trial by fire? What is it? Shit, I don't know. Yeah. I guess
1: my thought is, do you think any less of me because of all the back and forth on it?
0: Not a chance. I, I appreciate the fact that you were willing to go back and forth. Yeah, right? So that's the thing, man. A lot of people don't expect perfection.
1: They expect participation. Yeah. Like how it's moving, listening to the needs, making it work well for them. But it's, you know, usually somebody who comes to me with a perfect product, it's bullshit.
0: <laughs> that, and that, that, that's the truth. It, that's the truth because they're, they're, they're painting a picture of what could be, what might be, but not what is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. It's, it's also important to understand that you're dealing with humans. Every human that you deal with is going to understand that there's going to be ups and downs, left to right, and, and confusion occasionally. But if you're willing to stick in there and make shit happen, that's when people enjoy dealing with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The smooth ones will come. The smooth transactions come, but they come and go. And it's the ones that you've really got to dig down deep and figure out and work on and, and brainstorm to make things happen are the ones where you build that camaraderie, not only with yourself, but with others. Agreed. So Agreed. Don't cry over Spilt Mountain Dew. Spilt Mountain
1: Dew. Yeah. Unless it's uh, your boss's hundred you know, hundred and eighty dollar slacks. But yeah. That you know, shouldn't dry in. out. Even hey, in good the- news is we closed the deal though. That's right.
0: And there was now, probably some laughing the deal, in the process. Probably had an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. So to tie a bone this pretty little box of goodness that we just went through Mm -hmm. Um, make sure you check out Jocko fuel origin USA go check out their products support the ones that support us and that were willing to support us when no one else wanted to you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, and that goes across the board whether it's uh, anything you do I don't know where I'm going with that long story short I appreciate you guys I appreciate you James anything you got to say
1: no, but I agree. I mean, not just the the sponsor, but, you know, thanks to all the listeners. I mean, this thing would be, Addison and I would probably still talk about this stuff, but it wouldn't be nearly as fun. I think it's episode 167. I
0: think you'd be right. 167. Holy shit. Yeah. Coming up on 200, man. Yep. We appreciate all the support. Um, thank you. Yep. And if there's anybody that you would like to have us have on, let us know. Drop it in the comments. Drop it in the suggestion box. At the grinder podcast at gmail.com. Or I don't know if that's correct. I'll check that. I'll fact check me. Uh, but you can definitely send it to Addison at AddisonCorman.com. And that's Addison with two Ds.
1: Yeah. But it does have uh, two Ds there, Liberace.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, uh, I, by the time this is out, I mean, everybody have a happy Turkey Day.
0: This will be out today, so yeah, have a happy, happy Turkey ha- Day to everyone. For sure. Enjoy it. Spend time with your family. So, you never know when it might not be there. That's right. Peace. Grind her out.